Welcome to another UCTV.TV podcast presented by University of California Television. This is the first public reading that I'm giving for, um, from Ascension, and I was absolutely over the moon um, at the invitation to present it here first today. Um, as Bob mentioned, the heart of the book is a day book uh, composed of 49 poems um, written during the time that Alice Coltrane um, was transitioning um, in the Bardo. And my um, interest in Alice Coltrane began right after I completed my MFA degree um, at New College, um, because once you're done with formal training, you still have school in you somewhere. So Alice Coltrane became an extension of school for me. Um, when I found out that she was still alive, I went on a quest to find her, only to discover that she had not performed publicly for over 25 years. Um, she was a spiritual leader um, of a community in Southern California, and of course I was not going to go down there with my vinyl records in hand asking for an autograph. But um, fortunately, she did come out of retirement just in the neck of time, um, and I did see her one of her first concerts um, that she performed in 2006 at UCLA. Um, so I did attend that concert, and the next day I was um, interested in going to her ashram. I wanted to see... Um, the different aspects of her life, how she managed to incorporate the spiritual aspect of her life into um, her art. And so I went in, I did attend the service, but um, Miss Coltrane had laryngitis. She could not speak, so there was not a discourse that day. But for one and a half hours, she played the Wurlitzer organ in this tiny temple. And had she played one more note, I would not be here today. I mean, it was amazing. Um, so I'm very grateful that, um, to have met her um, at that time. And also, um, I attended her last concert, which was actually given here in San Francisco. Um, I had a half an hour to get from a poetry reading I was giving at New College to uh, the Masonic Auditorium. Um, so Cinderella did get to the ball, but it turned out that it was her last concert. So today I would like to offer um, some selections from Ascension um, in honor of um, that pilgrimage and in honor of the work of um, Alice Coltrane. Ascension for love, to see love, to be love, I am love. To see love, to be love, I am love. To see love, to be love, I am love. To see love, to be love, I am love. To see love, to be love, I am love. To see love, to be love, I am love. January 12th, day one. Feather, rattle, sky, sky, drum, turtle, cry, cry, talking stick, eye, eye, fire in the skull. January 13th, day two. A blues poet stands at the crossroads, framed in indigo light. He reaches his hand around his left side, slits himself open as if to gut a fish. Once inside, he feels his heart 
touches his liver. But he is not an oyster. He has not eaten sand. What then can a pearl be? January 15th, day four. One part spring, one part rain, one part summer, one part absence, one part autumn, one part gone, one part winter, one part parting, leaves far from gathered. January 16th, day five. God, where are you? The sound of gravel underfoot. Where could you be? January 17th, day six. First person narrative. I am not for sale at any price. End of story. January 18th, day seven. And just what color is blue? Names forgive their meaning. Sundays are for what a mind thinks. History of touching stretches out beneath the surface. The only way to sleep is to imagine it is raining. And it is raining. Wind blows open and over a final line of defense. What happens, happens far away. January 19th, day eight. Through eyes slightly opened, I watched the slits in the guest house blinds Hold vigil for December's sun to rise. A mask in search of a face. Today, some things will no longer be true. Some things will deny ever knowing. January 21st, day 10. Crouching down in half light, The wind again picks up, rushes forward, hurls us to next. We did not know where we were going. Once we went way back to where every sound was a story and every silence epic. January 22nd, day 11. I've finally written a two-page poem. At night, high beams scan the unseeable distance, an untitled landscape. Black is not a shade, but rather an impression. Oil on canvas. Scratch and sniff lawns on southern streets where one sips lemonade or iced tea before hosing down weeds in the way of light. Still life with Jars marked and mislabeled for proper identification. Enjambment is a way of doing it, standing room only. Drums do not go quietly. Their chained rhythm treads water and stretches of road. 
ocean as enclosure. January 23rd, day 12. Dead fox beside the road. The risk we all run. January 24th, day 13. The readied hook, the swung rod, lowered bait gets you hooked, pulled up and into open air. Listen, let me tell you where I've been before the tide turns. January 26th, day 15. They sat for a time watching the fire burn, how ghosts climbed into him through the palms of his outstretched hands. Their cattle bore the cross, made her redeemer. A relationship poem, Ugh, those things. January 29th, day 18. Because he disremembered the past, the past bound itself to him. It creased his mouth, furrowed his brow, grayed his hair. When he spoke, his voice used the language of disremembering. Because he disremembered his ex-wife, their love bound itself to him. Whenever he turned around, one could see her face looking out from the back of his head. It's a true story. <laughs> January 31st, day 20. Through a gate that casts no shadow, steps lead to a house no longer standing. Inside, each room had become another, what was ready-made and monstrous. Someone else drew the picture, entered antlers first. Ah, February 1st, day 21. She went up the main road a ways. She did, she did. A button fell from her one good dress. Sweat rolled slowly down her brow. It did, it did. She looked and she looked all around. She did, she did. But she never, she never came back. And uh, this poem was written um, during a, a reflecting on, a, on one of many hikes I've taken uh, with a friend of mine who's here today, Annette. Um, and there's a correction that she made. There is miner's ladder, I think, is, is a type of um, flower. But I had lettuce. No, it's miner's lettuce, and I wanted ladder, so I kept ladder, I think. The poets are just, like, ruthless, right? <laughs> February 2nd, day 22. Paintbrushes, buttercups, hemlock. Purple lupine make little beans after their flowers are gone. Three dogs, two men, three women. Eucalyptus trees whose leaves fell quite some time ago. Chamomile, forget-me-nots, sage. Mallow shoots itself up and branches into trees. 
We don't step on the black scarab beetle in the middle of the path, nor the lizard and sphinx pose. Anthill, gopher hole, hornet's nest. We see fennel, some non-native thistle. We eat mustard, flowers, taste of Dijon, Queen Anne's lace, nettle, miner's ladder. And toward the end, there's a little climb. Do you see why lettuce was not going to work? <laughs> Sometimes there are flashes of wisdom which I'm still trying to unravel. February 3rd, day 23. Too much pruning brings misfortune. It's the editing process, you see. February 4th, day 24. To confess, one dreams about manhole covers, another about elevator shafts. Feelings, systems of belief stored in boxes. A mask searches for a face. A flickering light fashions arms into wings. February 5th, Day 25. The circles she spins widen and emptiness pours in. The net catches its prey. She swallows hard what love there is. February 6, day 26. She pulled the fish hooks from his throat. What they could not extinguish lay claim to their souls. He used his eyes to make waves, precious gems. February 7th, day 27. Um, some historical figures, ancestors, uh, make an appearance in this, in this poem. All that day, labored breath, the dead brushed against me. A litany of faces, their names beside, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, Tony K. Bambara, Mahalia Jackson, Shirley Ann Hempel, Isabel Sanford, Shirley Chisholm, Clara Ward, Nell Carter, Lynn Thigpen, Fantastic Gyre, hours struck, memory turned upon itself, unable to halt liberation, the soul's cast iron clapper. Another bit of wisdom. February 9th, day 29. Write what you know, continued. Flattery is a fool's delight. February 12th, day 32. By the sounds of it, speech was more than crossing a river. No telling how anyone will come back. Goats graze behind electrified wire. Mind moves in figure eight. All beginnings come back around and gather at the end. February 13th, day 33. The water by itself at first, sea work. A black pomfret washed ashore, its scaled flesh flapping against the rocks. A door off its hinges. Washi often kept the red kettle 
brewing. February 14th, day 34. I guess it was Valentine's Day. Mm. In the distance, a woman hears a train that isn't there. Nevertheless, its passengers and their baggage get to where they're going. February 15th, day 35. When I was nine years old, I killed a bird, he said. Why? I asked. Because I wanted to, to see what was inside. And did you see? I don't remember. Well, then close your eyes. Why? he asked. To see what's inside, I said. February 16th, day 36. We are busy and wanting to push through light. The bowl I drink from says we humans keep cutting back the trees so that we alone can live. And I realize, too, just how much I don't want to be lost. February 19th, day 39. Black girl, you a black girl. Black girl, play on blacktop, play. Girl, black, you a black girl. Jump down, turn around. Black girl, sing pretty song. You a black girl. Play on, merry go round. You black girl, look, merry go mad. You black, you girl. February 20th, day 40. Can I write about Alice Coltrane or be inspired by her and not think of John Coltrane's uh, A Love Supreme? So, my send-up. Gates open as acknowledgement. Deep breath as song. Not so much the aspiration as the pursuance, as the pronouncement, as resolution, as prayer, sutured under tongue. February 21st, day 41. In a place beyond sleep, I was on the ground in the center of a circle formed by half-naked people, their faces covered with brightly painted masks, horns curved out from the tops of their heads, cowbells hung from collars around their necks, and cowbells, too, where their hands should have been. February 22nd, day 42. In a fitful state, a neighbor swallowed the moon. People often wish to receive more than they give, pronounced the doctor who weeks earlier had himself devoured three planets. And of course, we know how much I love my bell bottoms. February 23rd, day 43. I opened my eyes. I did, I did. I found myself inside a watermelon. 
No remnants of red flesh or black seeds. It was cold and damp in spite of my off-white cable knit sweater, hat, and wool bell-bottom pants. The vessel, boat, or ark rocked slightly from side to side as I tried to escape. Upon standing, however, I realized that I was only six inches tall. I, of course, shouted for help, and a pair of large hands appeared and placed two wooden spoons on either side for oars. It was cold. February 24th, day 44. A mother agrees to look away while her son tosses a coin into the fountain. Did you throw it in yet? She asks impatiently. Water roars from the lion's mouth. Yeah, I've been done that, the boy says, having wished some odd dream into being. And then I'll... I like to think that my concrete poems are still uh, readable as well as visual, so I'm going to attempt to read one um, written for February 25th, day 45, and it looks like the opposite of what it says, but it's a, a pyramid. But the poem reads, The world is round, 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 the world is 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 round, the world, the world is round, the world is round, the world is round. Ain't it? Okay, so um gonna read the last three in the section. February 27th, day 47. Brown bark stems picked for pretty, bent forward bodies, tufts of white, floral arranged in 12-foot window, not meant to frame, now absent master, save the bowl weevil in turns of earth, the unmercied blink, cotton ball eyes, their mournful songs, my own pricked fingers. February 28th, day 48. Elders on their bench, upright and knowing, such and so. For what would they trade the solid whites of their eyes? A right turn, patience nests in the mind. Salvationers, dark pupils, point themselves into angels. And uh, the last poem is how I um, transitioned to Moraine County. It's uh, March 1st, day 49. Go, go, go into the forest. Walk among the deer. So I want to read um, a couple from uh, another section of the book entitled Melanin Sweet. And it's a series of nine poems. um, And... It's not necessarily, I'm not sure that they actually make logical sense, but I wrote them while listening to Alice Coltrane's music. And so trying to um, tune the, attune the words to the sounds that I was hearing. So um, feel free to just let them wash over you. Okay. Um, and all of the movements um, are named for various shades of 
brown. First movement, burnt umber. Silence, a guardrail, teeth knitted together, a corrugated tongue. Silence leaves a strain of being work, of looking almost dead. Shade burns as if to interfere. Photographs, a need to hold still for a moment. Everything that counts appears in past tense. Time accumulates as in a reflecting pool. Second movement, dark brown. Sitting in a darkened hallway, salt water, bodies rock steady, muffled pounding, door of no return, closed and closer, under measured reconstruction. Living seeps through and echoes, stillness outside in. A collective breath persists without apology. Mud-stained spoons undulate from shore to distant shore, then one day walk as if rowing a boat. Third movement, sepia. Anyone configures everyone at random, long and short tangents of breath shift, then evaporate. Separation from self. Remembering and forgetfulness. Therein is some predestination to go on and on and into other structures. A rear exit, the route made visible. Singularity of purpose breaks down momentum. Sleep moves without sound, as in amazing grace. Then go in fifth. Fifth movement, Sienna. We, us, and thou, voices sound a downtown destination. The boulevard, horns blow, fast and furious. Ghostly drummer makes flight. Some rap tap 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 conductor of multidirectional speaking. Crowds stand behind cranial walls, all smoke-filled. Boy, man, a vast expanse. Skeletal remains spread down on the ground as in quilted covering. Okay, um, so this last one, eighth movement, mahogany. Ecstatic song, escuchar, a mask in every note. Feather-fletched arrows due east, las palabras. A ceremonial gesture, premonitions at the landscape's edge. Palatial bed of wildflowers, los ojos. An arc of rainbow light. La Puerta, ears opening, a refrain as in holy ghosts. Okay, so um, the section ends actually with, um, in the form of a masostic, which is a poem, uh, a form developed by the composer John Cage, and it usually takes the subject's name as the center of each of the lines. And so I've done one for Alice Coltrane, which looks something like that. I don't know if people can see it, but um, you can buy the book. Yeah, then you'll see it. Vedantic temple prayers, tambourines, and hallelujah claps for Krishna, Ganesha, Shiva, Tariya's scripture, A Journey in Satchitananda. 
beloved John's stained glass face, churched in gospel harp. Lord of Lords, Detroit Ministry pours from Swami's Wurlitzer. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.